Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Flying the Anaheim Ducks podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, Southern California's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a, team, with a show for every team in Southern California and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? It's me. The band is back together. Me and Husky back remotely. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, yeah. finally. How you doing? How's, uh, how's life in coronavirus world? Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, bizarro world. This is uh, strange, strange times, but uh, yeah, like we were just chatting there, it's uh, just kind of one, uh, one day at a time to kind of pull an adage out of the old, uh, the old hockey one shift at a time, one game at a time. Yeah, we're just kind of one day at a time and uh, with the yeah, with the this the small business on the side, obviously that's uh, impacted that quite a bit. With uh, the cafe kind of shutting down and then uh, kind of reopening, and then we shut back down for a couple of days, and we're going to reopen on Monday. And it's just kind of yeah, it's kind of every day is kind of bringing something new and and new rumors about what could happen next and it's just uh, pretty wild but i think we're just uh i don't know we, we've kind of have some semblance of structure that i kind of go in in the to the coffee shop in the morning because um at least the fact that we that we roast uh we roast the beans in there so we're, we've been able to we've actually been getting a lot of support so thanks to everyone out there for uh like online orders so people can online order coffee online so like a bunch of uh kind of old teammates and uh like friends from hockey that are now home and uh a lot of kind of our, our friends locally have, have, uh, are keeping the the roaster going uh going a lot so just going in and bagging and packaging up coffee shipments and then coming back and uh trying to keep our two boys ages five and two uh very very active and full of energy trying to keep them occupied uh indoors um is uh is a tall order so we're just kind of we're just like i say one day at a time trying to trying to keep them uh busy we're we're uh yeah trying to get creative daily but uh i don't know that's kind of where we're at how are things to you we're good. Um, our uh, our 
seven month old is starting to crawl so we're kind of at the uh all right eight almost eight month old we're we're kind of at the uh the exciting part of parenthood when they start to get mobile and re and reactive and kind of smile and laugh so we're we're doing well and we're happy to spend a lot of time uh with her so that's been really good um sorry oh very cool yeah that's that's kind of the one uh i guess if you're looking at positives and we're going to chat about that a little later but kind of the one positive all of all this is the the increased family time Absolutely. And uh, I, I do know, like we were discussing before, a lot of our neighbors have a couple kids kind of in the age range of, of yours. And one of ours, uh, one of the uh, houses down the street, we were we were talking socially distanced, six feet apart from everybody. What we were oh, talking. Well done. Well and, done. And uh, the uh, the little the there, I think he's a three year old, was like drawing with chalk on the on the driveway and just started drawing on his mom's clothes. And his mom was like, I don't <laughs> care. I just don't care anymore. It, just yeah. draw wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of reach that point. Yeah. It was pretty funny though, but uh, we're yeah. going to discuss some hockey. It's been gone for close to a little over two weeks now. I think it was two weeks ago, Thursday that they, uh, they went on hiatus. Um, speaking of former teammates and opponents, have you spoke with any of your buddies who are still in the league and, and how are they reacting? Uh, I think everyone is just, um, yeah, I mean, it, it happened like, I guess looking at the at uh, the entire kind of last few months, it's hard to say that it happened abruptly, but it just kind of all of a sudden went to something that was happening on the other side of the world to then it was here. And then it seemed like in a flash, like everything was shut down. And I, I still remember, I think I was watching, I think it was the last uh, Ducks game. And then they mentioned that like it started coming through that the NBA did just announce that it was uh, like canceling all of its or like suspending play or, or whatever. And when you hear that, I mean, it's kind of, whoa, OK, so clearly the NHL is going to be next because it's not if one of the major sports does it then that's kind of where this is going. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I thought that, um, I guess not knowing the entire kind of economic scope of how much revenue is based off of, uh, like the live events. And I mean, it makes sense with all like the concessions and parking and, and the bigger picture, but, uh, you know, when they were talking about, uh, having the games played in empty arenas, but at least you'd still have TV and you'd have like these all time, uh, peak TV audiences, I would think with everyone sitting home, but nothing to do. So, uh, but obviously, uh, that, that wasn't, uh, wasn't viable. And then, so yeah, just talking to everyone. I think I talked to a few guys, uh, on their way out, like after uh, a couple guys stopped by the, the coffee shop, and uh, yeah, everyone was just kind of like, I was like, are you guys going to keep skating or, or what? And I, at that point, every, it was so sudden. And I think guys were going to still kind of try and stay in shape. And But then like, as then you started hearing gyms and public, uh, everything got shut down. So um, I haven't really talked to any guys that are still playing uh, personally 
like anything past two days after the shutdown because then uh, everyone pretty much went home and I think is pretty much I mean the writing's kind of on the wall that it looks like this is we're gonna be a while here so I don't know it's just it's it's such a strange time for everyone and I you know athletes are no different but I think the the human aspect and the everyday life aspect is probably kind of more impactful on and playing front and center on everyone's mind yeah I agree I think uh I think I mean I I know players have gone back to their residences where they live I I don't know our uh one of my neighbors a few houses down is Sean Walker with the Kings. I've never spoken to or met him, but he uh, his his house or apartment is up for rent. So I think yeah. he was renting. So he's clearly gone back to wherever he lives. Um, I think I mean, I think we're being everyone's being optimistic that the season will come back. But I, I mean, I, I really think the odds are looking now, not with any sort of reporting or backhand background knowledge that they're just going to cancel the season. I don't see how they could. I mean, with it getting so much worse here in Southern California, and I'm I'm hearing like estimates that it's going to be at its worst in another two weeks, and uh, hospitals running out of supplies and and doctors and being overwhelmed, it's just hard to imagine. Even if the numbers start to go down, that uh, that it might be appropriate to play professional sports. So um, I don't know. I don't have a, a bright outlook on it. I think. If the regular season is, is excuse me, if the regular season is canceled and they do go forward with the playoffs, uh, I was wondering if you think is that a good or a bad thing for the Ducks? My personal opinion is that it's it's probably good. They've got a lot of players, especially defensemen with nagging injuries, who I think could even use the extra rest. I know they're not going to be playing in the playoffs, but any rest is good rest, even if they're not working out. And uh, I just think there's some. There's some things that can be done maybe in the front office where if there's not uh, if there's not hot, uh, amateur hockey being played that needs to be scouted, that they can kind of formulate a plan for the draft with as much knowledge as they're going to get and spend some more time kind of making backup plans if, they're, if the players they want are gone and depending where they end up in the lottery. So I don't know. That's my uh, personal opinion. What do, what do you think? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think there was really – um, basically the way things had shaken out this year, there wasn't really, um, yeah, really much to gain, uh, as far as playing out the, the remainder of the season. And so, yeah, I definitely don't think the ducks have coming up, uh, coming up short by not getting to, to finish out the regular season. And, uh, yeah, I think it's, yeah, if anything, probably, uh, you know, not really a lot of hard to call anything a positive uh, these days, but that probably uh, I'm sure looking at letting some guys heal up and kind of have a long summer of, uh, of training. And, and now you got some, some youth with uh, some experience under their belt and some more, some more talented youth on the way. Um, I think probably everyone would, would, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> gladly forego, not gladly forego the rest of the season, but I'll be anxiously kind of, kind of give them more time to, to get ready and get those gains uh, over the summer from a physical standpoint that are kind of so huge for young players. It's kind of where a lot of, uh, 
a lot of strides are made um, in the summer when you're kind of peeling out in those kind of early early 20s. Uh, th- those years, those, you know, summers were always key in development. So to have an extra long summer to kind of work on that and mend any injuries and kind of get a running start for uh, for next year, I think it's definitely, yeah, definitely not a bad thing for the Ducks. Oh, and, and I think something, I mean, people might have been underestimating. Fans uh, probably enjoyed watching the Ducks play well over their last 10 games before the uh, before the break, but it wasn't doing their lottery odds any favors. And, and obviously, uh, we've mentioned before, the players aren't tanking. They're not, nobody, I mean, with contracts to deal with and futures and careers to worry about, nobody's tanking, but this might be the best of both worlds. They're, they're stopped from rising in the standings uh, because they were playing so well by no, by no, uh, fault of their own um and they're kind of static now they're they've got i think the fifth best odds or the sixth best best odds to to get a top three pick in the lottery so um uh that's another i think that's another aspect that that i mean is a is a silver lining to a really horrible situation yeah no that's a great point because yeah they were i mean i don't know that uh they were playing any any better or different than they had been all year but just started getting some some good results and kind of arguably in some of the games um they're probably um yeah just kind of getting a little payback for some games they should have won earlier and um but yeah to put a nice little streak like that and have some fun things happen like the delorier hat trick and stuff like that I think, uh, yeah, it allows them to, to end on a positive note without uh, getting too positive and hurting the long term. So, yeah, it's a great, a great take on it. Before we continue with this episode, here's a note from our sponsors. I'm super excited about a new sponsor for our show, True Classic Tees. Style is changing, formal wear is out, and the t-shirt is back in. True Classic Tees are my favorite. It's based in LA and a t-shirt company that's on the rise. The t-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, and they're incredibly versatile. You can wear them out, which you probably haven't been doing a lot of lately. You can wear them to work, which you've probably been doing from home lately. Or you can wear them around the house, and it sounds like you'll be doing that for a long time to come. Heck, don't even wash them for a week. Nobody's going to notice. You can just stink around your house in your True Classic Tees, but you'll be looking good. The best part, they're incredibly cheap, only $15, and now you can get them for even less. Go to trueclassictees.com and use the code at checkout, believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, for 20% off. That's believe, B-L-E-A-V, at trueclassictees.com. While you're hanging out at home waiting out this pandemic, who knew you could still have fun betting at betonline.com? That's right. There's no NBA, no NHL, no Major League Baseball, no sports at all, pretty much, except for Belarusian hockey, I noticed the other day. They're still going on with their playoffs. But there are still things to bet on. There's American Idol. There's the elections. I mean, I'm sure you're sick of hearing about elections. Uh, so maybe bet on it. See if you can't uh, get some extra action going in there to, to get excited about the election. There's still plenty of fun to be had at betonline.ag, and you can use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag, and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline. The fun never ends. So if the NHL does come back with the playoffs, is there a format that you'd like to see? Uh, uh, would you, I mean, would you prefer they continue with the standard uh, full playoff, four rounds, seven games, or... 
some other uh, uh, type of, of uh, schedule, whether it be a, a hybrid of maybe like kind of a round robin and, and, a, and late best of sevens or best of five series in the, in the, uh, in the later rounds. What, what, what were you thinking? I, I've always, I played in the, uh, like when I played in the American league, they, they did that where um, I'm not sure what they're doing now, but how like the first, I don't know if it was the first round or the first two rounds were five games. So I always hated the five game series. I feel like playoffs is kind of, I don't know. I just always associated like the Stanley cup playoffs with seven game series. And um, so I, I always like that. I think it kind of gives, it gives enough chance for, uh, for drama and you're still going to have, you're still going to have upsets, but um, it kind of just, takes a little bit of the the flukiness out of it but uh i don't know i mean it is crazy over the years how many upsets there have been in seven game series but i don't know i just like the seven game series i think it it's um uh, it's long enough for the the intensity to just kind of ramp up and for that uh that animosity between teams and just get uh, just kind of get the the battle level kind of at an all at a, at a peak level. And I, I don't know. I always just love that. And then, yeah, I don't know. I think as far as the, I saw in the outline, um, I don't know if we, we talked about, <coughs> excuse me, having, um, like how the teams are seated. I'm not a big fan of how they're seated now and the, the, the wild card. And I don't know. I just feel like, like in that one division you have, uh, I don't know. It just seems like year after year you have the same matchups in the first round and there's just not a lot of, not a lot of variety. I like the, I don't know how it used to be one versus eight. Mm -hmm. And, but I don't know, I guess there's, there's probably, uh, research and, uh, I don't know the, the, many layers of brain trust have decided that this is better as far as building rivalries and local markets and all these kind of things. But, um, I don't know. I always liked one versus eight and I feel like it gives the, the true advantage to the team that's done the best over an 80 game schedule. And I always thought that that kind of counts for, for a lot. And it, it doesn't really punish the team, a punish a team with, for being in a difficult division in a certain year, which is something that really is out of their control, but has gotten, I think, been a, a point of contention for a lot of teams since since they started doing this where you talk about the usually it's the second round where two powerhouses are uh, are meeting and, and that causes a pretty good rivalry but it also really i think maybe dimin even diminishes the quality of hockey that goes on later in the later rounds because i mean last season you have a you have a a, a bruins i mean it, it could it was bruins maple leafs in the first round it could have been bruins lightning in the second round but then you end up with bruins hurricanes in the in the stanley cup final which was it was a little bit of an upset on the hurricanes part but that was a st or sorry the uh, eastern conference final but right. that was a that was a stinker uh in terms of competition uh yeah. for that round but uh i think for me it depends on when how insistent the nhl is in coming back and finishing the season and crowning a champion and when they do it if they're able to get things back on track by may maybe june I could see a full playoff going on and then uh, starting the season later because they they've have experience with that from the layout the uh, 
lockouts where they can start in January and have a, like a 48 game season and still yeah. still kind of get play two consecutive seasons. But if they're if they're insistent on finishing a season and it goes all the way into the fall, I think they got to think outside the box and still try to start the the call it the 2020 2021 season by January, because that's really, I mean, you have to play hockey in the winter. You can't, you can't push hockey too far into the summer because the buildings get warm and things like that. So, uh, I think it's important that they start the next season by January. So if they're going to do that and they don't, they don't get the playoffs underway until the fall, I'd like to see some kind of round robin type tournament, like the Olympics where it's single elimination, but really, I mean, really, really think outside the box where you can play teams. You could end up with two teams in the same division playing against each other in the Stanley cup finals. Like it was back in the original six era where the Bruins and Canadians would play. And I mean, I mean, who knows? It's not really, it obviously hasn't happened yet because the teams are so young, but I mean, what if Vegas and Colorado played in a Stanley cup final, that would be, I don't know, maybe a nightmare for the NHL because (laughs) their ratings wouldn't be that big, but it would be pretty interesting (laughs) overall. Um, Yeah. And I think they would go. I mean, if they could go single round robin in the first uh, in the first round, kind of like the Olympics, but instead of the medal round being single single elimination, to use an Olympic term, it could be best of three or best of five. That way, you're still getting things done quickly, but you 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 don't have those flukes once uh, once the teams kind of do get out of their pool for a round robin. So I, I think that would be pretty interesting just to get it done quickly. And hopefully, I would like to see them take some of those those new ideas that, that they're forced to kind of undertake if they do do it and, and apply them to the full season. So I don't, I, I would still want to see seven game series, four rounds, all that type of stuff. If you played a full season, but I would really like to see, like you mentioned, the seedings be a little different, maybe not strictly do it by conference where you can play kind of, uh, kind of crossover. And, and, and like we mentioned, have a, have maybe a, a division rivalry in the, in the finals. So, those are kind of the things that I like to see um, if, if they do end up in it. But, I mean, I don't hate to be pessimistic, but in all likelihood, I mean, uh, I would say they're probably going to cancel it just because the way that things are going with, with every, the numbers rising and in major cities, Detroit, New York, here in Los Angeles. I'm not so sure about Boston. Chicago, I think, is getting hit pretty hard. So, I mean, you you got you to gotta think of everyone's safety before you think of, the revenue and, and, and playing hockey as much as it's, it stinks to think about no, uh, champion for the season. Right. Yeah. Is it, um, has there been any, like, I, I've just been, um, basically watching, uh, you know, playing cars and, um, and boxing coffee and watching <laughs> Pixar movies for the last couple of weeks, but have there been any, uh, discussions as to what, like, are these, have they been throwing out these kind of scenarios or um, are they just still kind of playing it pretty tight to the vest or just kind of not really given much as to what any kind of possible contingency might be moving forward for the end of this year and uh, next year? From what I can tell they they seem to be playing it pretty tight to the vest. Um, I think just for the final, because I think, I mean, it, any sort of, any sort of, difference in the way they do things normally will will bring advantages and disadvantages to teams so i think they're from what i've heard they're still and read they're still discussing uh with the owners and with the general managers and and then figuring out where to go from there i did hear them mention that they're 
used to having, I mean, short seasons when they have lockouts, unfortunately, a, a byproduct of the way things have gone in the NHL. So I think they know how to institute a shorter season, I've read, and they're ready to do that. But um, I don't know if they've officially announced different types of uh, playoff tournaments. I just was thinking of the kinds that I that I know of and, and that yeah. they're, they're familiar with. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Um, before we continue with the episode, here's a note from our sponsor. I know times are tough right now. A lot of people are losing their jobs, but if you're lucky enough to be gaining business and looking for employees, the perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. And the only place to find the perfect hire is on LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. And why companies rated LinkedIn the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com slash team to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. But for the three stars, let's uh, let's get a little positivity here. Let's get some uh, <laughs> let's get some happy thoughts. Uh, yeah. So today's three stars is going to be three things you've enjoyed about life in the coronavirus pandemic world. Uh, uh, things that that I mean, it, it can be obvious things. It can be silver linings. It can be subtle things. But just uh, things that have gotten you through each day, one day at a time. Okay. Um, how about? Uh... I need some inspiration here, but can you start us off? Absolutely. So uh, I've always been a little uh, competitive and anxious about about work. Uh, And I feel a a lot of times I felt like people might be passing me by or I might not be working hard enough or doing enough to further my career. But uh, right now, I mean, covering sports, it's at a standstill. People are really... uh, really kind of digging grabbing at straws to try to to try to to really get things going and for me it's like hey i'm not losing ground to anyone really uh it's time to experiment i've got a another a, a couple ideas for articles and and time to contact people for things so i, I kind of take this no work time uh for me uh, has, has been helpful kind of on my stress level and anxiety uh, cons- even considering how what a stressful event is going on outside of my house. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And then, I mean, I'll just go through all three. Um, like we mentioned before, spending time with our, with our baby daughter, that's been a real blessing. Uh, I worked from home, so I always got to spend a lot of time with her, but my wife, um, she did, she did not work in the home. So when, now that she's back, all three of us are spending a whole bunch of time and, uh, we all get to see these milestones that are happening, like standing up and all that. So that's been fun to share. And then getting to know our neighbors a little more, we've, we've had always had good relationships with most of our neighbors, but everybody's kind of out on their driveway talking and, and it's, it's been a, uh, underrated way even though you're supposed to be socially distanced to get to know your neighbors kind of standing in the driveway talking. If, if you live in a more densely packed area, like I do, uh, it's, that's been a fun part of, uh, of the unfortunate coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I'd probably mirror a lot of those. I think like, like I said, our days now, it's almost like a throwback to, 
um, kind of when we were kids in like small town Canada and just kind of like it's so um, I mean it's interesting now that like our the kind of you know the the morning's kind of main event is is uh, like a long walk you know or, or riding a bike or riding a scooter with uh, our five-year-old um, just kind of cruising around the the streets here and um so yeah just kind of getting back to basics a little bit about the little things and and getting active and it's kind of that's kind of this thing is kind of like seems to have forced that on everyone and um i guess that's that's been kind of neat like i can't remember the last time i've it, like taking a, a bike ride or a scooter ride or gone for just kind of a long walk for the sake of getting out and enjoying um, what is probably has to be some of the, the freshest air that, uh, <laughs> that uh, you know, you've seen in a while here, I think. Uh, but I mean, just we've had, had a string of uh, really nice days here and, just to be able to get out and walk and, and have some some fun kind of, yeah, like I say, the throwback to like life in the 80s or, or like um, pre any of the kind of hardcore video games of just kind of getting outside. And even though there's like a kind of community uh, security guards sitting by the play structures kind of monitoring that no one goes and plays on it so you just got to kind of i was like throwing a, a pine cone around an <laughs> open field and like my our two-year-old was running after it and <laughs> like it's hilarious kind of the stuff that you can do to to keep yourself entertained and um so yeah kind of just a combination of getting back to basics and family time for that and then uh yeah like you said just um and how that's kind of the one thing that everyone's kind of allowed to do and talking to other people in other parts of the the world or the country uh being able to kind of have the ability to to get outside and take advantage of a walking in a, a a beautiful day and and so you just you see everyone and everyone's out kind of walking everywhere and and people are kind of actually saying hi to each other and like it's kind of everyone's just kind of been forced to to slow down so it's um that's been a kind of a neat uh a neat kind of side effect of, of everything that's that's been going on is just kind of um forced everyone into this kind of throwback uh throwback lifestyle so it's been it's been interesting for sure and um yeah definitely uh, getting the most out of these walks and three a days right now i think we're up to <laughs> yeah same here we're we're getting probably about two a day we're we're taking uh eyelid in, in her little pink car and and uh letting her roll down these like really not steep hills and uh yeah. so that's been that's been uh a, definitely a fun byproduct of of what's happened. But, um, I think that's going to wrap us up for episode 26. Uh, anything else you want to add? No, man, I, I'm good, but, uh, yeah, no, it's good. Good catching up a bit here. I know it's been a while and, uh, everyone 
stay safe and uh, stay sane out there and we'll all uh, get through this. That's my positivity for the, uh, for the day here. Agreed. Same here. And stay away, <laughs> stay six feet away from each other. We don't want this to drag on for another, uh, until whenever they come up with the, uh, the vaccine, whenever that may be, if it ever happens. So, uh, yeah, hot stick length, hockey stick length. Yes, hockey. And if anybody comes closer than hockey stick length, you have, if you're holding a hockey stick, free reign to spear them in the chest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. All right. Well, if you want to find Kent on Instagram, you can find him at husk, H U S K under dash V E R N A, or you can find him roasting coffee beans at his coffee shop, Huskins Coffee in Santa Ana. They are, uh, you want to tell everyone what you guys are, are currently doing um, business wise so they can come by and, and get stuff from you? Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we've kind of have modified hours. Um, so it used to be like seven to seven, but now we switched it up to uh, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We're going to be reopening on Monday um, and just kind of, I guess basically kind of day to day at this point, but that's the plan is to stay open nine to three daily. Um, you can do, uh, you can text the shop and do curbside where we, uh, you know, we have all the precautions going on inside. Everything's clean and sanitized, kind of overload and bring, bring the stuff uh, right to your car, hand it off. And then we have a little mobile payment system. You can pay right from your car. You don't have to come inside if you don't want to. Or we're also doing so. We're basically just doing to-go orders and uh, curbside. So there's there's a few little parking spots right outside the shop that you can pull into, and we'll bring it right out if you like. Uh, the other one is uh, our website. Wow, this is a long plug. Huskinscoffee.com. Uh, <laughs> uh, we do uh, we sell our bag coffee in store as well as online off the website. So uh, we'll ship uh, nationwide. Uh, in california free shipping all that kind of stuff so um yeah thank you all for your support it's been it's been awesome and it's been been cool to see all the support for uh small business in general and people kind of rallying so uh so yeah thank you uh absolutely for us and from all the small businesses (laughs) Yeah, and the coffee is good. Trust me, I know from experience. Still got plenty. Once we run out of uh, the bags, I, I got around Christmas that I was supposed to give to my family, but I just ended up keeping. We will order some more <laughs> for sure. Um, and then, uh, in terms of my social media, you can find me at, on Twitter at Delhi Tweets. That's D E L L I T W E E T S. And my new Instagram for uh, my uh, all my media work, the Media Delhi. That's T H E M E D I A D E L L I on Instagram. Or you can just go to my regular Instagram, Delhi Meat. That's D E L L I M E A T. That'll do it for episode twenty six. We'll see you next time. See you guys. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.